This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm your host, Champ Thornton. Whether you're listening by yourself or with the family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I get to welcome Dr. Ed Welch. Ed is a licensed counselor and has a PhD in neuropsychology from the University of Utah. He's a faculty member at the Christian Counseling and Education Foundation and has been counseling for more than 35 years. He's written extensively on the topics of depression, fear, and addictions, and his books include A Small Book for Anxious Hearts, and most recently, Created to Draw Near. Some of my favorites are Side by Side and When People Are Big and God is Small. He blogs regularly at ccef.org. Ed and his wife, Sherry, have two married daughters and eight grandchildren, and I'm thrilled to have you on the podcast today. Ed, welcome. Oh, thanks, Champ. It's good to be with you. I I've known of you for a while, so it's actually it's very nice to actually speak with you. That's very kind. So I'm looking forward to the verses you have for us today. I I have been thinking of the Matthew six passage, Matthew six twenty five to thirty four. I won't read the entire passage. It begins with a with what what seems to be a command. Therefore, Jesus says to us. And by the way, when Jesus is speaking to us, we always listen. We're on the edge of our seat just a little bit more. <laughs> Therefore, I tell you. Do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, or, your, or, or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you put on. That's the way he begins. Now, it, it sounds like a command. Don't be anxious about your life. But when we use that particular phrase, when we say to our children, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, son. Don't be afraid, daughter. It's not a command. It is, it, it is basically a statement of hope that, that I'm with you, and, and I got this, and mm. And I, I care for you. So it really is this invitation to listen to what Jesus says as he identifies that, that he, he lives before his trustworthy father. So that's the beginning of it. And the way it ends is, therefore, don't be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. It's a bit cryptic, but uh, hmm. we'll have to figure that one out. Sufficient for the day is the trouble of its own. All right, so that's Matthew 6, 25, and then verse 34. So you and I were discussing this earlier, but in between those verses, there there are commands from Jesus, like you said, but there's also reasons why we don't have to be afraid and don't have to be anxious. What are some of those reasons that Jesus gives? Well, the, the, basic, the basic passage goes something like this. Jesus is being very, very persuasive here. He's not just giving us the facts. He's trying to woo us mm-hmm. because he knows that we're, we're vulnerable people and we have reasons for our fears. He anticipates, he expects that we have fears and anxieties. <laughs> so he goes and he, it's like he's taking us for a walk. Let's look at creation. He, you know, look at how I care for the birds. And there are all kinds of illustrations we could probably come up there. <laughs> and and at our house, look at how he cares for these beautiful daylilies. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're beautiful one day, and they're, they're, they're not even there the next, but he cares for them. And then, then he has a question. So he's, he's saying, look, through creation, and hear the very word of God behind it all. And then he has a question in the middle of it. And he, the question goes something like this. Aren't you more valuable than they? Aren't you more valuable than the daylilies? Aren't you more valuable than the birds? So that's the one he wants us to sort of camp out on, where where 
You are of great value to your Father in heaven. You belong to him, and, and he will care for you. And then he goes on and continues to persuade us by, by the beauty of creation and how he is behind it all. If he cares for creation, he will certainly care for us. And then he moves into his conclusion. And, and the conclusion goes something like this. He, he said, and this is a tradition in, in God's kingdom. He said, anxiety is essentially about tomorrow. That's mm-hmm. where anxiety is living. It's, it's living in an hour from now, or it's living in a day from now. Mm-hmm. And, and, and something important to us is at risk tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Homework assignments that might not get done, home, you know, teachers that might be mean, bullies in school, whatever mm-hmm. it might be. Right. But, but he's saying, tomorrow, I am worrying about it for you. So you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> I, I am the one who is going to worry about tomorrow. And he says, I will give you everything you need. I will be with you now. And, and he sort of puts boundaries. Like, you know, horses have these blinkers, these little blinders that right. don't let them see off to the side. <laughs> well, it's almost like he puts these little blinders on us. And he says, I, got, I, I have the future. So you don't have to worry about that. And all you have to do is just, just, just limit your attention the things that are in front of you. Hmm. And I will be with you and I will give you everything you need for what's in front of you. That seems to be the, the, the basic way Jesus speaks to us. That's so helpful to think about it, even in terms of, like you said, the blinders on the sides of a horse's head, that focused vision in front. But practically, how do we do that? Because anxiety sometimes, right? It just, it feels like it's almost not part of us. It's kind of taking over And how do we say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to not be anxious. How does that work? Yeah, well, you're pointing out that Jesus is very savvy about anxiety. He knows that anxiety tends to race all over the place. And it's just, it it can't be stopped. And and so what do we do? We we say, okay, Jesus, I understand that I am more valuable to you than than creation itself. And, And you care for creation, you care for me, and you're with me. So we remember that. And... Okay, Jesus, you worry about tomorrow so I can focus on today. Mm-hmm. And, and then our mind goes off to tomorrow. <laughs> and <laughs> and we, we lasso it back in. We, go, we, we rope it around and we bring it back to tomorrow, back to today, and then off it goes to tomorrow. This is a mm-hmm. skill. I think our expectation is that this is something we grapple with all our lives, and, and we will never fully master it. <laughs> but, but what we're looking for is our fears to somehow – be mingled with, yes, Lord, we trust you. Even though I'm afraid, I trust you mm. and, and help me. Give me eyes to see what you have in front of me now and, and leave tomorrow to you. That's so helpful. Ed, how did these verses become so meaningful to you personally? Well, I, I, I guess the easy answer to that is, is I like to think I'm fairly normal, which means I have anxieties galore. <laughs> so, so, so I was I was happy to see how this passage is 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 a is a hallmark of the Sermon on the Mount, mm. and and also once you're on to the fears and anxieties, and you begin to look through Scripture, it's as if Jesus never Jesus never stops talking about it. He has. He has a real affection for the vulnerable, and he never mi- minimizes the fears that we have. He, he comes alongside of us, I'm with you, and I, I got it. I have mm-hmm. tomorrow. Yeah, these verses 
resonate with me. I think they resonate with with most individuals. And the Lord just knows what we need. He knows how we're wired and he knows how that wiring is messed up. So it's such an encouragement. So Ed, you have eight grandchildren right now. If So if you were sitting down with them and they're maybe at various ages, how would you talk this passage through with them? Jesus knows that you have lots of fears. And and kids, what, what, are, what are some of the fears? What are some of the fears you've had in the last day or two? What are the fears you had last night? What are the fears you have today? Well, Jesus knows all about your fears. And, and he invites you to speak about your fears to him. And then what he says is he will be the one to worry about your fears. And when you have somebody who's really big and really important and loves you a whole lot, and has created the entire universe. When he worries about your fears, you don't have to worry about them quite as much. I might might say something like that to them. Yeah. I'm not 10 years old. I love that. That's really helpful. (laughs) So, Ed, it's been great to have you on the podcast. Would you close our time by lifting these verses up to the Lord in prayer? I'd love to. Thanks. Father, thank you so much for how you speak these words to us. You know our frailty. You know that we're weak. You know that there's that ultimately we don't have a whole lot of control over what's going to happen tomorrow. And and you come to us very gently, sort of like a shepherd. You remind us that, that we are very, very valuable to you. And, and then you say that even you yourself will worry about tonight and you will worry about tomorrow. So Jesus, help us to see, help us to see that clearly. And, and then we respond, we respond, Lord, we trust you. Thank you for how you speak to us in the name of Christ. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. This episode is brought to you by New Growth Press, which aims to bring gospel-centered resources to every church and home. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.